1: You're listening to the Jaybird Bird Watching Podcast, the official podcast
2: of jaysjournal.com and fansided.com, where we discuss all things Toronto Blue Jays baseball. We'll talk about news, rumors, and game recaps. So whether you're a diehard
1: fan or just getting started with the team, this is the podcast for you. Here's your host, Craig Borden, with co-host Jason Lyons and me, Ken Alfred. You're listening to the Jaybird Bird Watching Podcast. Good evening, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to another evening of Jay Bird watching. I am Craig Borden, your host, Jason Lyons, with me this evening. How are we doing, Back! Back! Back from regular life, taking me away from this makeup life that we have here in Blue Jay land. Well, we're going to pretend we're playing fantasy baseball tonight. A little bit. Oh, yeah. Jason. So there's there's the fun of what we can have fun with this show tonight because there's plenty of rumors to talk about. There's plenty of free agents, especially some new ones that nobody really thought might be free agents. So it's going to be a fun talk. So but anyways, let's kick things off in the right direction here. Um, Have you heard anybody's name in that free agent world that
3: you are dying to talk about this evening? Well, I mean, I feel like the I feel like there's a lot. There's some doors that have been closed on a few, you know, on on one of the big name pitchers. But it's interesting to see, you know, how all these sort of weird side X, just X, while ago XJs Jays are now all kind of trying to fight their way back to the Jays, or at least expressing interest in the Jays. Um, I think probably still, you know, one of my most inter- interesting is Cody Bellinger. Um, I That's mean. You know, but bounce back player of the year, um, you know, I, I've i always thought that he was an outstanding ball player, you know, in the field and at the plate. Um, you know, you've got to hope that if you do take a chance on him, it's not every two year Cody, um, which, you know, unfortunately he was there. Um, but I mean, I feel like he looks like he's he's training. He looks like he's in better shape. Um, if you follow his, uh, his social medias, he, he seems to be in a very good headspace. Um, and you know, there's a few of those guys out there that are real, the real big prizes of this off season. And I feel like, I mean, other than, uh, uh, Nola, who we'll talk about uh, in a bit, um, I feel like he's one of the prizes out of the whole group, you know, lefty bat smashes the ball. Uh, he can play every outfield position. He can play first. Um, you know he's got a huge upside, and he's still quite young. So um, you know that's probably my big window watcher is 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 Cody Bellinger. Yeah. The funny thing that you mentioned the other one, and this is the gentleman,
1: I guess we'll just kick this conversation off of was Aaron Nola. Mm. I was really, really liking the fact that first off, Aaron Nola isn't a crazy pricey name, mm. but he is a super good name. And to that point, I forget what it was seven years, a hundred or something like that. Yeah. Was that somewhere was?
3: around there. I mean, I was sort of listening today to a couple of the different, um, you know, guys talking about these deals and, I guess no, they they feel like like the Phillies really scored with this deal with Nola. Um, I, I think Blake Snell is probably going to be looking at somewhere around the five year, you know, probably thirty to thirty two million a year. Um, so, I mean, it's it, and it's interesting because these yeah. guys are all kind of of the same age group. And then you jump to a secondary age group where, you know, you've got your Strowman's and your your Scherzer's and some few other guys like that. That They're certainly not going to get, you know, big, huge, massive, like eight year, seven year, nine year like yeah. uh, Yamamoto's asking for. Keep Two's, me, threes, Can, can we talk like about that after for one guys. quick second? This uh, Yoshi what? Yamamoto, He's the, his agent yeah. saying he won't take anything less than a nine year deal. Sorry, what? <laughs> I guess he's going to have fun playing in Japan. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that might be the case. But, I mean, you know how the – I mean, that, again, you know, we're going to talk about Otani, but that might be part of the Otani factor. Like, people do know who this guy is, but, I mean, his numbers are, are idiotic. Um, And if he and can – that point, my... he also has the World Baseball Classic in his fe- feather in
1: his hat, too. Right, so, right. So he did really well during that.
3: Yeah, I mean so. if it and if you start to go like if you start to look, um, you know, the Phillies, if you if you're gonna if you were gonna hit your hat on a team for the next number of years to probably at least challenge, if not win one or two, I mean you gotta think Phillies start to finish. They've got five of the top starters in the majors, they've got some of the best position players you can out there, all locked in, all at good money. Um, I mean that they, they kind of look like the Jays light that you know like or no. the Jays look like the Phillies light sorry I guess um but you know I I feel like if the Jays can take a few signs and I mean I is is Cody Bellinger Bryce Harper no but uh, I will say you know and one of the other ones that I think it would behoove us to talk about today is Mike Trout Um, so now there's a lot of rumblings about Trout Um, one of them was to the Phillies actually I saw the package that the Phillies Apparently, now we could be talking fantasy baseball again here, Craig. This maybe that I, I, I might as well name the name of the show that,
1: but if yeah. but it was,
0: it could be complete know,
1: crap. crap show
0: <laughs> they're talking
3: about um Castellano, um, two other, two other pitching uh prospects, um, and a lot of money. I think it was like 20 million dollars dumpster full of money, <laughs> yeah. Just, but <laughs> I, I mean, truck up. can you imagine just wait for a second and think about Mike Trout. And and Bryce Harper playing on the same baseball team. Like it, I think it's, I've my fantasy baseball team in like circa seven years. <laughs> yeah, like I could flip on the PS4 here right now, and we could draft up a team, and it probably wouldn't be good as the reality of Mike Trout basically landing anywhere other than Anaheim. But I mean, sure. there's five or six places where if that cat lands, and I mean the Jays not to, not to you know poke it. At, at, they do need a third baseman, don't they? Um, they do need a center fielder, don't they? You know, like I mean, you, you could really start to make some waves with a couple way deal between you know if the Phillies are looking to move some of their talented guys. Right. I mean, you know the 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 Angels have the money now, uh, you know, and and I you know again we're going to talk about Otani, but you know it's 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 fantasy baseball times a thousand right now, and and very That's... exciting stuff out there. Correct,
1: and to hear the weird things that we've been hearing is the. Crazier piece to that puzzle, but we're going to get to that in a few moments. So let's talk what did happen. Aaron Nola does sign with the Phillies. And uh, from what everybody had been saying in baseball, Jason, that wasn't his best deal. He just saw mm-hmm. himself as a Philly. Like
3: it was a good, like somewhere in the ballpark of like $10 million yeah. or something yeah. like that too. But if you listen, so, it, so the, the other guy that then comes into that conversation is, uh, is Blake Snell. Who, who has, is a uh, uh, he's a chronically um, loyal guy to the teams he plays for. So, I mean, he didn't want to leave Milwaukee. And then when he gets to San Diego, he's like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done in my whole life. And then they can't afford him now. So wherever he goes, Snell is going to throw, I mean, he gets right into the community. Uh, he has an amazing baseball camp down in Washington State. So you can see where I'm leading here. If I was to put a front runner on Blake Snell, it's got to be the Mariners.
1: Um, he right. has ties to Washington. To that State. point, you missed the fact that maybe the Rays do bring him back for a camp. You you said Milwaukee. Yeah, I did, Rays. yeah. Rays, yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: but I um, the Rays could throw some money and really they could out that, um the, the other one that honestly the other team that Would might surprise us in this offseason is uh the Marlins. Um, I mean they are struggling and they have nothing but money and young talent. I mean they're gonna start to swing for the fences for some of these big names. I mean, they need a catcher terribly. Like their I think their top prospect was number sixty two overall two years ago or something like that. And Hasn't they had a scratch, their actual catcher. Yeah. And I mean, they did the, as a uh, free agent. Yeah. They, he, well, we he hit like he hit a, under his weight. <laughs> you, you know, can't do that. So, I mean, yep. again, that, there's a lot. I mean, there's so many options. I mean, there's not a lot of catchers out there that are available. I mean, I would think the Jays are in a pretty good position right now. They've got Jan's, Jano for another year. Uh, they've got Kirky locked up till 2026. But he then becomes a pretty good piece of trade bait. Um, You know, there's a lot of teams. His bat got hot at the end. The Jays can sell on that, which is great. Um, And I like Kirk, but I would also like to see him in another uniform um, with another with a player coming back that helps us out. um,
1: I think that's where the Blue Jays get that other pitcher from. I really do. If you look at what the Marlins have. Marlins have a ton of yawn pitching with a lot of upside. Yeah. Uh, they're all hitting at once. <laughs> so you talk about the, trading from a strength to fill in another piece for them. That would be, I think, where they're having to look. And the Blue Jays have two of the better catchers when they're both healthy in baseball and not really a need for both. I think it's hilarious. We're having the same conversation another offseason in a row. But if the Blue Jays want to do what they think they want to do, that DH spot doesn't have the other of those two gentlemen in it.
3: No, it doesn't. I mean, I think that that even if we're not, you know, I know that, that some of our, our fans have said, stop talking about Shohei, but we're going to talk about Shohei. And um, I mean, if he doesn't make, you know, if he doesn't make your DH spot just the most frightening thing ever, then there's other guys that do like not, I mean, Bellinger is available out there, but I mean, Juan Soto, I mean, there's guys out there that they can get that if you don't want them to have to play their position every day, like Brandon Belt was great this year. I love Brandon Belt. Captain, thank you very much for your services this year. But I mean, if you can put a real nightmare in that DH spot, you know, it changes everything because yeah. Look at the Phillies. Like they they couldn't throw, they couldn't pitch to their DH because if you did, he hit it into the, you know, into the club seats in the 300s and that he knew he was going to do it. So, I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of guys out there. And, and like I said, the Jays, it's, it's, they've got to be so smart this year because if they, if they screw this up, we're going to be in it for a couple of years. Um, you know, and the things that frighten me here, we'll go, we'll go with a few of the things that frighten me. The fact that they're talking to, uh, what's his name, Donaldson. Like, oh, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> For the love of God, no. Just please don't. You know, I and love then.
1: Josh Donaldson 2016, 2015.
3: Yeah. And then I also. I
1: love his attitude
3: since then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, the other thing that scares me is the Manoa thing. Um, you know, at this point right now, the Jays are, you know, the Jays are dead silent on what's wrong with Manoa. And I mean, you and, you and I both know it's more than what, what's showing on the outside. Yeah. So I mean, do you look at training him? Heard,
1: the only thing we've heard is that he is gonna have a quote unquote front running spot at the moment come spring training. Right. Define what the hell that means, my friend.
3: Well, how do you go from a <laughs> problem out? Yeah. How do you go from the all-star, you know, you're all starter at the all-star game to being sent down to the minors and not reporting? And then the expectation is what that you're gonna play, you're gonna, just gonna walk back onto the team and be like, hey guys, remember me? Like, no, you're not. And you know, if you keep giving up taters and and you're not hitting your spots, then then your only spot is in Buffalo. And if you don't want to do that, then go do it somewhere else. Um, you know, I've heard through the grapevine, tapping my sources here, that the Cardinals are quite interested in. Um, uh, Alec Manoa, uh, my good friend Ken Rosenthal. I read this online. Um, you know, <laughs>
1: I like his swords. Yeah,
3: <laughs> he's saying, but he is saying that the Jays are you know super open to a trade. Um, the names that they're mentioning are are you know like they've got the the Cardinals have some young talent that has hit the skids. Um, Tyler O'Neill went from being one of the most productive outfielders in the league to I mean yeah. he can't hit with either part of the bat. Um, Dylan Larson, same another you know great talent that just can't seem to get the motor running in, in uh, and it seems, I know we've had a, a direct trade line with, with, with the cards the regularly Rasmus. for many years. What did because we switch? We switched from Pittsburgh to the Cardinals. Colby Rasmus, Randy yeah.
1: so, <laughs> just keep
3: going. I mean, Newt Barr, Donovan, Larson, Tyler O'Neill. I mean, at this point right now, I might even take, who's the mascot for the cards. I might even take him uh, for Manoa you know, just to sort of settle things. And then at least the Jays know they can go hunting for a a number five starter. Yeah,
1: I don't think that's stopping them. Looking for that number five. No, start. I don't think so either. And to that point, the fact that I they had been linked to the Omoto thing, I don't know if it was. I'm sure it was probably more the kicking the tires thing. Blue Jays fans are all too familiar with this whole the guys coming over from Japan thing, yeah, or coming from some other country thing. The, I go back to Adralis Chapman when he came and broke into the majors. The Blue Jays were one of the finalists. Then there was a point where apparently we had um, crap. you pitch for oh, you uh, Darvish. Apparently you Darvish was a blue Jay for five seconds
3: yeah. and then all of a sudden <laughs> not, you know what, maybe, so. maybe the Jays should just go after Sid Finch and make it a full, you know, a full, uh, full sweep there. There you go. So
1: the other fun things about this off season too, I think you hit some of the nails on the head there a few minutes ago. I think there's more teams in this free agent market than we've had in the years past. I do think that the Marlins are going to spend some money. I think the Rays know they're going to get a new goddamn home finally and are going to throw some money at this thing. Yep. I really think they're going to want to drum up some bids for that new ballpark in a couple of years. Got to fill in those boxes. Start now with a team that's already very good. Yep. They're going to throw a brick of money, I think, this offseason. And I don't think anybody's going to see it coming. I think they'll yep. land somebody like Sonny Gray or somebody like that this offseason.
3: I d- I don't disagree with you. I think that that they've got some fairly big expectations. They're, they're trying to prove to the major to Major League Baseball that they actually have a fan base. Which I mean, we'll see. Um, you know, it's not like yeah, it's it's not like they were <laughs> filling the barn when it was a when it was a or dump. So we'll see if they uh, or if a playoff game for them. They, yeah, I know exactly. Um, you know, and then there's a lot of teams with money, Craig. Like I mean, we're looking at probably. Some and, and these are strange teams with money. Like the Dodgers have never ha- haven't had money in years. Like the last time they had money, they got Mookie. So I mean, yes. is it out of the realm of possibility for the Dodgers to go after both Shohei and Mike Trout?
0: It is Another well, you know
3: <laughs> groundbreaking. Um, But you know, like uh, the Giants, the Giants have nothing but money right now, and and they have tons of holes. They've got great young players. Um, I feel like you know this could really, really be a, a, an intense offseason starting now. Nola was the, the first shoe, I feel like a few more will drop, and then you're gonna start to see some madness. Uh, hopefully, um, you know, and then uh, when do pitchers and catchers report? We're already talking about that. Was that February or something like that? February 16th or something, All right? Like let's that, get it usually. going here. Let's you know, Ballpark. let's
1: get fired up. Um, but, but month, yeah, month mean, of December is usually the main part of the hot stove. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens between now and Christmas. <laughs> I'll be doing my dailies from Maui for a little bit, which is good. There news. you go. You might be okay with that. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm actually off this week from work and I'm sitting in New York where it was uh, zero degrees today.
3: So. Well, it was actually quite <laughs> nice here. Uh, we've had a stretch of really beautiful weather, which scares me because what's coming behind it is usually a deluge of epic proportions, mm. but apparently it's a La Nina this year. And so that means yeah. less rain, warmer temperatures, um, almost no snow, but the mountains will get hammered. So, you know, it's only 300 yeah. bucks for a lift ticket at, at Whistler now. So get on up there with your kids. That's a $2,000 day. Yeah. So then there's some other guys
1: that might be interesting too. That might be quote unquote free in trades yeah. too. Did you know that
3: apparently Dylan Cease is being dangled? Yeah, I you know it's funny when you said still a very interesting one. I do too. When you said earlier about the guys who've been waived, I hadn't actually taken a good solid look at who has been waived and who hasn't. The list is 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 incredible. There's gems. We could get Rowdy. There's a former
1: a staff on there too, Uh, Brandon Woodruff, and to your point, fellow Milwaukee Brewer, Roddy Teles. So I would like to talk on the Brandon Woodruff thing a little bit. This is a guy that started game one of the playoffs for the Milwaukee Brewers a few years ago and crushed. Oh (laughs) yeah. But Brandon Woodruff is a guy, Jason, that is, I can't say by low because he's not in the downside of his career. I'd say he's in the median part, but obviously plagued by injuries this last year. And the, you know, the, Brewers couldn't do anything with qualifying him or anything because he was hurt so much last year. This was just a move that they can make to get him out of their payroll and everything and get it done. So is he, is he good to go? Cause I, I he did have surgery in October. Yeah. On I believe his, so. But at that point, I would think it might be in that ballpark of what we kind of got out of. Uh, oh, Ryu. Now Ryu and um, the gentleman that was out of our bullpen
3: he was the Yankee. I forget his name off the top of my head right now. Oh, uh, um, not reliever. Right. Yeah, I know. It'll come to me in a minute. Green. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's, oh, you funny. know, Woodruff is really interesting people at home. If you go look this guy up, oof, he's a beast. Yeah. Oof.
1: <laughs> um, I'm trying to find out what he had going on. Well, his, he's so other, his, other than his... the fact that apparently he has tons of interest. Yeah, surgery, and his like
3: we were talking about but he, he's got an arbitration uh next year where he should be arbitrating up to about 12 million um which is under that very low if anybody gets him i mean i'm sure they'll be able to secure him for the year but then i mean he'll be a he'll be a 20 million dollar guy if he can stay healthy correct and like you said buy a
1: single season out of him he made 10 mil or just under 11 his last season with the Brewers. And like you said, just a guy that can deal. <laughs> so, yeah. And he's got experience in October is what I like about it. And he's exactly 30. So he'll be 31 by the season rolls around, but that's not the worst thing. And he had no miles on his arm last year. He only got in, uh, where is it? 67 innings last year. And was really damn good at those 67 innings. Yeah. Crazy good. Produced a 2.4 WAR, five wins,
3: 2.2 ERA. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, and didn't even give a walk or hit printing. Well, and I, you wonder how you might gotta wonder. So, if the Brewers are willing to walk away from that, I wonder if his injury is more, um, more severe than they than we know about, or they know, you know, or if they're just not willing to take a chance on him coming back at full gun. Right. I mean, I don't I think, think they wanted to pay him. Right. I well, really yeah, Who does? Simple. Right now,
1: in the midst of this whole
3: thing, they still got
1: that crazy contract for Christian Yelich. They dumped money clearly with Roddy Telez, too. So yeah, there's another piece to that puzzle. Um, but on that note, Brandon Woodruff would be a steal for a team, and you know it, it, he can't be too bad if. Alex Anthopoulos and the Atlanta Braves are already the ones nearly kicking in the door yeah, to get for it, sure. Getting an sure. appointment with him. He can only be so hurt. Um, I'm perfectly fine stealing one another one of AA's wants from him in his career. I think I'd make it happen. Get him in here. <laughs> he can't hurt. Um, and then to your point, that would offset the Manoa thing and some of these things to push that rotation out a little bit deeper, and you don't have to rely on him or pushing Ricky Tiedemann too early would be the other alternative, I think, really internally anyways.
3: Yeah, um, so I mean, it's I, I. It's like you said. I, there's a lot of there's a lot of very, 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 very interesting names. It'd be like um, I, I often think, like in Moneyball, when they're sitting down and um, they've got the board there, and and he starts raming off names. He just throws guys an at ugly the girlfriend. And they're, they're like David <laughs> Justice, like you know, like like, or in ma- in Major League when she hands out the sheets and she goes, "I think I, they, I think that guy's dead." Well, then scratch him off the <laughs> list. You know, there's like, <laughs> no off. end, no end to the amount of people that you might want to take a flyer on this year. And yeah. um, I think we'd be remiss to not mention as well that the it looks like the the Las Vegas A's are going to be a thing, huh? Hundred percent. Now
1: it's not That's, even just uh, a rumor anymore. They actually legit. Had the owners meeting, Las Vegas A's are are happening in the next few years. And I, I mean, uh, I, think so, in- I apologize, Oakland fans. That really sucks, but I'm not sure.
3: You know what? Oakland fans go. Go to the stadium. Like, don't come. Don't start coming with six months left and be like, oh, here, we're here. We're still here. Don't do that. you got to support. them showed up last year. I mean, look, support- take yeah. it. Take it from us. We lost the Grizzlies and we supported the hell out of them. I mean, there was lots of sellouts. There was lots of, of people that were very engaged. You couldn't get a, a um, they were sold out on their luxury boxes. Like, I mean, we wanted the Grizzlies to stay and Stu Jackson said, you're not going to have them. And so now to, you know, Oakland's going to lose that team. I hope they stay green. Um, It's going to be hard for them to stay green. I think going. um, I think you're going to see the the Golden Knights colors type of thing, like a gold and well to that point. Just think
1: of this: they're going to have money for the first time ever, too, because if they're moving to that new ballpark, all that revenue from getting people, you think Vegas is going to skip on all the freaking anything else?
3: No, no. Vegas money to Wazoo. Vegas is now showing every other city in the entire world how to do sports. They are crushing it. And if they bring a basketball team in there, they will be one of the sporting hubs of the world they're talking about getting an mls team in there they're talking about the possibility of having when they get that mls team having soccer teams from europe come over and play yep. they i mean they botched the f1 mm-hmm. this weekend i'm not an f1 guy but <laughs> lots of my friends are and i mean if you've got the cars coming down the strip and and redlining in eighth gear there's something wrong with your race i mean it's it's too, you know you're blowing engines and 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 it's not it's you know it's silly but you know, to that point, if you, you know, I don't Excellent. know if you've ever been and seen the aviators stadium where they would play. I, I, from what I can understand, right it's there. phenomenal. It's, it is beautiful it's nice right beside the, the golden Knights practice facility. And they're trying to turn that area of Vegas into a, um, like when you drive up into it, it looks like Beverly Hills. They've got it all like lit and it's it like, really cool outdoor malls. And you know, I spent most of my time the last time I was in Vegas, off the strip up there just because it was there was more interesting stuff going on um and all the new stuff like you're pointing out yeah so, and i mean did you go to the sphere the sphere was not finished when we were there it was um it yeah. was like a month away or a month and a half away i i was really weirded out by the golf with the thing what the sphere watching um but i mean it's a really cool addition to a city that's that's it, Vegas has its its goods and its bads, obviously. Um, I've been there a lot. And so I don't have the draw to it as much as I did back then. Um I've taken my kids a couple of times and and I mean, I think that they think part of it is fun. Um, but I've I've learned that there's lots of other like that area by Red Rock there is is so cool. There's so much stuff going on. You don't have to worry about, you know, like you don't have to worry about panhandlers and you don't have to worry about, you know, like people hunting you down in the casino and stuff like that. It's just, it's a totally different vibe out there. There are casinos out there if you want to gamble and, you know, there's great restaurants and, and you know, so I think that it's a great move for, for the Oakland A's. Um, I think it's a great move for their fans who don't live in Oakland. Um, but, you know, to tack on to the Raiders and then, you know, to maybe get a basketball team, uh, you give vegas five years they'll be they'll be what macau is to gambling they'll be to sports they'll be a destination sport for every they'll have live golf there they'll have uh, they'll have um uh, pga tour events there They're they're not dumb the city's made a goal for a reason yep. There is that, but the reason I bring out the sphere thing is actually that's how I
1: found out about the Oakland A's moving officially. Right, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I was scrolling, scrolling yeah. through my Twitter, and that thing's sporting green and yellow all over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but to that point, I do think that for baseball, it might not be a bad thing. I'm sorry, Oakland, but it is what it is, I guess, at this point. It was going to yeah. happen one way or the other. The, fam- the the owners were never going to vote that down, no matter what yeah. the hell you no, we're hoping. <laughs> it's, so it's, I just hope money. at the end of the day that they they finally do find a home and keep moving, or keep these
3: teams from moving all over the place. Yeah, I mean, so, it's you know, I think th- I think the Raiders are the the storyline though. Like I mean, the Raiders were able to land, get a beautiful stadium, and get a huge following. They're not going anywhere. They're not going to go back to L.A. None <laughs> of that stuff is happening ever again. I don't think. But um, it, you're, you're right. The the A's deserve a home. Uh, and they deserve to start getting paid like a regular baseball team. So we can see regular yeah. baseball out of them. And I want to see Gattman's them. Going back I really do.
1: And uh, that's not just because of the money ball stuff and everything. I want to see competitive baseball and watching their team do what they la- did last year. I'm sorry to say that was a what good two weeks where they went on that one run. And that was about it. Yep. <laughs> so, Anyway, Jason, let's talk about the elephant in the room. And that is the Blue Jays have been, quote unquote, by that same gentleman that you said, Ken Rosenthal, says that the Blue Jays appear to be a possible sleeper for Shohei Otani. And he's not like certain other people that just say these things for the shit and giggle of it to get attention. John (laughs) Morosi, So I kind of love the here, this kind of thing, but I'm taking it with a grain of salt. But then I happen to be really diving into it. Other than the fact that it would obviously be a good thing because he's a hell of a ball player, but there actually might be a little bit of smoke to that fire. Have you looked at the amount of money that the Blue Jays have coming off their ro- their books uh, with Chapman, Ryu, and so on and so forth, that they actually kind of have almost that $45 million already in hand? I That's would call it a crap time.
3: Some people call that a crap ton of money.
1: Yeah, and there's no way of saying it other than that. Yeah, And he is going to get a crap ton of money. Cool, Maybe (laughs) more than a crap ton. Might be a double crap ton. Maybe. (laughs) I might even get two shits of a crap ton. (laughs) (laughs) So, but anyways, on that note, he's the only baseball player that's done on any level what he's been doing. And the only person that comes to mind that, anybody can even think of the last person that did this at this level was Babe Ruth.
3: Yeah. I mean, he's a unique individual that will, he will change. I thought it would have already happened by now where there would be another Otani by now. Um, I know that one kid out of LSU that got drafted uh, this year is, has the same acumen. He can throw in the nineties and he's an everyday baseball player too. Um, I thought by now we would see, even a couple of the offshoot teams take a chance on some wing nut that they, you know, they saw in their minor leagues throw a warm up session or something, and they were like, "Yeah, you can pitch. Come on and and let's see." But well, it's... even look at the Cincinnati Reds. Hunter Green was that same situation. Yep. Yeah. Hunter Green is nothing but a major league pitcher at this point. And it's interesting because I, I read a thing. Now, it could have been complete bullcrap, but did did Kikuchi not have dinner with Otani? Or was that- oh,
1: I, I give you 50-50. That's one of those wonderful things that it was like everybody and their brother all of a sudden was having dinner with Otani on. I PG's love the Twitter. internet. <laughs> yeah, the internet's the
3: best. It never lies
1: to you. Um, yeah. But either I way, It was never I mean, confirmed by any values, valued source. Yeah. But it was one of those things that caught fire on the internet, and I'm like, okay, great, fine. I think and one then of then the here a week later, Rosenthal say something. Yeah,
3: I think and one of the other all things of a sudden he- gave it some clout. Yeah, one of the other things you got to keep in mind with with the potential for the Jays. I feel like they are a sleeper in the Otani. I feel like the Dodgers are the front runners by quite a bit. That being said, I feel like the Mariners and the Jays are in there as well. I feel like the reason that the Jays might be a real serious sleeper is do you not think that if the Jays present themselves as Canada's team Otani wants to go? I mean, he then becomes the Japanese representation of the entirety of the country, basically. And he's crushing it. They can have games in in Vancouver. They can have events all over the place. And he becomes, his his level of of fame goes from where it's at right now, which he's pretty famous. And when he goes back to Japan, boom, he blows up when he gets to Japan. Right now, if you put him on the Jays, he then pole vaults above Connor McDavid. He pole vaults above anybody on the Jays. that's, you know, sort of Vladdy, Bo, Canadian.
2: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.
0: Shop these deals at your local Kroger less than five miles away or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply. See site for details.
3: And sports star I bet. He is the Canadian sports star and you know, I know that, that, that guys like Shohei, even though he, you know, has always been very even keeled, he's stuck with the, the, you know, he never forced a trade or any of that stuff with the, with the angels. I feel like this is the kind of thing that, that means something to him. This is the kind of thing like Ichiro's legacy in Seattle, right? Like he did leave at the very end for some reason. I don't know why, but his legacy in Seattle was just that. It was unbelievable. The following, like still, when you go down to a Mariners game and you see the amount of Japanese people that are still rocking Ichiro jerseys, it's nuts. It's He's left you an, see it all the
1: time on TV. In, yeah, an <laughs> indelible
3: mark on that city. And what Shohei could do is he could do the same with a country. He could be the, the like I said, I mean, he could, he could be more famous than McDavid in a country that likes hockey way more than they do baseball, but valid point it's so yeah, it's out there. It's out there.
1: I, I I already bought a Jersey. So, I mean, yeah, there's, you just rifled it out for the shit and giggle of it. (laughs) So I, I I get where you're going there too, but I think there was some other contrary or other things going on in that same conversation that you were discussing there. Um, His one criteria that he says is he wants to win. Okay, the Dodgers do spell win. They've been in yeah. the playoffs how many years and very consistent. They've won one, <laughs> but they had a chance to win many others. Yeah. Seattle. Hmm. I can't say no. it's happening. Atlanta. As much as he might like to be the one that changes that script. Um, I can't say at the end of the day he's gonna be the one that is the flip of that script. Yeah. Atlanta. My worry, is the, the mayor, yeah, my worry is the Mariners dump that pile of money on. They're not going to be able to build a team on it. He's in, in you Same know, both, Anaheim right? 2.0. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, where you were just saying, let's say it goes to Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta's been winning a lot, and they were the best team in baseball in an outfield with him, Harris, and Robert, Ronald Lacuna, the other best player in baseball,
3: <laughs>
1: would be slightly obnoxious. Yeah. Problem is I don't know if they have all the money that they would want to throw at him and then be able to continue to fill in the gaps that they need to stay good. Yeah. Um their minor league system has been producing fruit. Obviously, we see Harris and all these guys coming up, the Austin Rileys and whatnot, but those guys are getting more expensive every year as they go through arbitration, too. Um I don't know if the the pocketbooks are bursting open at, in Atlanta maybe they are because they're also in a new ballpark. Um, at least the last few years here, but to me, Blue Jays are in the same kind of neck of the woods on all those conversations. They're on that team on the cusp. They've been in the playoffs a bunch of times. They can't seem to win a game since 2016 in the goddamn playoffs, but that's besides the point. <laughs> it's still so, moving in the right direction, and him on this team spells a lot of good. Yeah, where, like he, I said, I can't say that him being on a team that's currently in Seattle is going to be the difference in the world. I don't know. What do you? Do think?
3: you want to hear something interesting? shoot so, if you look at the the payrolls of the teams, do you know where the Braves rank, You know where they sit. Honestly, I wanted to say they we were just outside the top ten. Yeah, they're number eight actually. Okay, right so behind the far off. right behind the Jays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's ironic. <laughs> and just ahead of the range, and just ahead of the Rangers. So, I mean, I think that you're right. And I think that one of the other teams that we would be remiss not to mention in that conversation is the giants. They got a lot of money. Um, They would love to have them. Oh my God, they would go nuts. A city like that. That's so multicultural and, and has all kinds of, you know, young talent right now. Um, And just imagine them smashing bombs into, into McCovey Cove, right? Like, I mean, you have to start thinking about these things. Like, I mean, it's, it's whether it's captain Canada or the guy who's, you know, plunking them into the water or, um, you know, the savior in LA, like, I mean, imagine him and Mook. Like, I mean, really, come on, it's it's, it's as soon the as you put him right. on any other team. Like, we always thought this about him and Trout, and they never did anything. But you put him with any of those superstars that we've talked about, Mookie, Acuna, um, even the guys in Seattle. I mean, he is going to dramatically shift the pendulum with some team. And I'm with you 1000 million percent. I hope that that team that gets him doesn't do what the Angels did, which is sacrifice everything for him and not be able to put a, a, a piece of product on the field that can at least get you to the playoffs. Like, I, I want to see him in the playoffs once. I want to see him get those at-bats where they're scared, the pitchers up, there just quivering. Like, where do I throw this thing? I can't. There's nowhere I can throw it, or he's going to put it out. And it, it's the kind or of... watching
1: Randy Johnson and come out in the ninth like he did in the World Baseball yeah. Classic.
3: And like, I mean, it's my It's, <laughs> it, it's it, There's a storyline out there for Otani and I mean I think it runs through a lot of cities right now There's probably even some that we're not even thinking Of that are are again in that sleeper Category I mean uh, Are the Yankees going to be in? Of course They are because they're the gross Yankees And I mean a lot of oh, people that They're
1: angry right now and they still haven't Changed any of their management <laughs> nope. So they're going to try throwing money at it like They always do oh, Yeah but that would I mean, be it's a way to throw a lot of money. at yeah.
3: <laughs> It's it's going to be very interesting. All right. I feel like Otani is going to move earlier than we think he's going to. I feel like someone is going to tender him a deal that that will kind of be a pooper get off the pot. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be big enough that that's what it'll be. And then Shohei himself will have to start to say, "Okay, what's the most important thing to me? Is it making sixty million a year? If that is, then you narrow narrow that group of teams that can afford him to uh, one, the Yankees, and then you know." But he says he wants to win, so he's not going to go there, or he's not. That's not going to be his his home of choice. But again, you. Every time I think of him going to another team, I'm terrified by the best player on their team and him as a combo. Um, Yeah.
1: And just imagine that lineup being ours. You've got Bo, Vlad, and him in no, the middle of that lineup. It doesn't make any it's sense getting, to me. Good luck hiding. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any
3: sense to me. Like you, you, you just said it, and you said it out loud, and it's an actual thing that could happen. It makes no sense to me. And even hearing Mike Trout's name somewhere else, it makes no sense to me. But he's going to go somewhere else if he's smart. And, yes. you know, I mean, God help us if the Dodgers get both of them. Holy Moses. Good like,
1: luck beating that team. But to that effort. point, right now, they also lost some of their pitching, too. And um, it doesn't look like they're going to be possibly resigning a couple of their pitchers, too. But who cares? We'll see Throw what underhand. That. <laughs> Pitch underhand. <laughs> floated in there, Henry. Just floated in there.
3: <laughs> Rosenbagger.
1: Um, yeah. So I think it's to your point. I, I, Otani's the first big fish, obviously, that's going to land. But the other fun part about this whole thing is that Yomoto. Came out of nowhere. (laughs) So, but anyway, he could be the other big piece of this whole thing too, because maybe he just waits until he does something.
3: Yeah. um, He's, he's a different, he's going to be a different duck because again, it's like you said, it's, it's you're taking a significant chance on, you know, whoever uh, goes with this guy, because, He's unproven against major league hitters. And I mean, we have yeah. seen it before in the past where guys have done well at other levels. Guys do well in the minors. Guys do well in Japan. And they come to the majors and they're just not ready to try and throw one by Bryce Harper or yeah. Schwarber or Judge or whoever. Because
1: So you're different... saying that for every U Darvish that I get, I get a Hideki Irabu?
3: Yes, <laughs> Love Hideki Arabu He was awful. Um, he pitched. He was here the other guy obviously. who had the beard at Yankees. Who was the Yankee, the outfielder? I think he was an outfielder. He A massive head. Oh, Hideki Matsui. Matsui. Um, I always thought it was played. funny. He played well. He they used awesome. to make a joke. He was about, Godzilla. You know when it was bobblehead day, uh, they said when Hideki's bobblehead came up, it was actually a manhole cover because it was the only thing that could fit his whole head on it. Massive dome size eight hat.
1: That size eight hat. Holy shit, that is a big hat! That's a garbage. (laughs) So, (laughs) so anyway, on that note, but you're not wrong. Yamoto could be a complete world baseball classic highlight reel, and that could be the end of his career. And you never know. And if he wants that nine years stuff, I would not be shocked if he's pitching again another season in Japan because. I don't see the Blue Jays shouting out money for that for a nine-year deal on somebody that's unproven. Me either. Their analytics, their analytics team won't even let our best pitcher stay in in the uh, fourth
3: inning. But why yeah. would they bring a? There's oh, a hand. There's a too handful soon. of too teams.
1: Soon.
3: Yeah, there's a handful of teams. I mean, I feel like the dog or the uh, the Red Sox will be in in on him. They've had success with players from Japan before. They have a, a, a culture in the dressing room now of having a couple of Japanese pitchers. They have some Japanese guys on staff, you know, so they're more than willing to take a chance on these guys out of, out of Japan for sure. Cause they, it has worked for them. I'd say 50%. Um, yeah. But, you know, and then of course you've got the, the dumb, dumb Mets, they'll probably be in on it cause they don't mind throwing light money on fire. So, I mean, it, it's probably Yankees, Mets. um Be a few other the, 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 Gi- the giants might get into the, the, the Yoshi. Um I I, don't know it's interesting because because you can't you you, somebody's gonna take a chance on them and it's gonna be a massive flop or a massive win. And um, you know, I I have seen and I think we all have that the Japanese players don't have the staying power usually that that you know most of the other major leaguers do. They have three to five year careers and Especially pitchers. You know, oh, like dog. you said, I,
1: I think Hideki Arabu had one good year. Yeah. And then just vanished in yeah. Yankees fandom. But um, they throw a lot of pitches. Like you said, you Darvish, though, you get a ton of innings out of him. And he's been still pretty damn good. Um, but He's had his ups point, and downs, though. Correct. But you look at somebody like Otani, anyways, on the flip side of that coin. He's a lot younger than most of them when they come over here, too.
3: Yeah.
1: So he he more or less knew he wanted to play major league baseball, and as soon as he had a chance to exit the Japanese baseball, he was on his way over here. Yeah, that's the reason he's you know what twenty seven still I think twenty eight. Yeah, he's you know it's 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 I don't know we'll we'll see. <laughs> I gotta look it up because so I can't remember how old he is now. Yeah, uh, it's not gonna come right up, is it? <laughs> Of course not. Oh, why would it? Why would it say how old he is? I got to do
3: math. <laughs> why would it help? Why would the internet ever help you? Uh, didn't Lance Lynn sign as well? I believe he did. I think that might have been today. Yeah. So I don't know. But um, there is
1: something that's actually hot off the presses we can talk on. Ding 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 ding, ding. It's not. It kind of sounds like. To the point. Oh, it's 20. He's 29, by the way. Okay. <laughs> the it kind of starting to sound like to me that the
3: Milwaukee Brewers are fire sailing. I it it seems like it. I, I didn't, I had no idea before we went on that you, and you told me about And I've gone and looked. I mean, they they trade they they, they let one. their manager go or trade them. Like, like I don't know what happened with no, that. Craig Consul got was a free agent and he more
1: or less betrayed his hometown because <laughs> he was from Milwaukee. Right. Um, in the midst of that, I forget where he went. I had to look it up. I want to say the Cardinals. Um, in the mint. No, no, it wasn't the Cardinals. No, I didn't wasn't. look it up again. Anyways, apparently Corbin, uh, not Corbin Carroll, the pitcher, Patrick Corbin for, no, no. That's, why am I blanking on his first freaking name? What Corbin team? for the, uh, Brewers. I lost the lead as I had it up. <laughs> Corbin Burns. Pa- Patrick Corbin? <laughs> yeah. Pat- Patrick Corbin is the kid for the Diamondbacks. Corbin Burns, meaning amazing good pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers, apparently also on the trade block.
3: I thought Corbin so, Burns was that... the guy that was in Major League. <laughs> and L.A. Law. L.A. Law. L.A. Law.
1: <laughs> oh but yes that is the uh hot off the press part well there you is go that he is apparently available just as much as the fact that obviously brandon woodruff is
3: yeah you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen breaking news, we'll breaking stories everybody breaking yeah. stories that's what we do that's what you get when you come <laughs> to jaybird watching you get craig busting the internet Boom.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna break the internet with that one because I'm sure the Blue Jays won't be able to afford trade prospects for no. Corbin Burns. No. <laughs> you talk about the guy that I actually that I had mentioned with Brandon Woodruff. Corbin Burns did that a whole season because he was healthy. <laughs> so he actually almost single-handedly pitched the Brewers to a
3: playoff spot. And I don't know so, why the Brewers are fire sailing. They, they they seem to be in pretty good stead last year. Like, I mean, they what, they were just a couple games out, weren't they? They were very close,
1: yeah, but I'm wondering if they think they just had to throw too much of a brick of money at everything to maybe get over that hurdle, or they uh, take a two-year break here and uh, play around 500, because they have some really damn good kids in that money Mm -hmm. league system. We saw some of them come up and hit the world on fire a little bit for their first couple of weeks in uh, July this past season. I. I was playing MLB the show and it was like the, the tops now cards that you get during their dynasty mode. Yeah, it was yeah. like three weeks in a row. It was brewers guys with walk offs. It was all their kids and it was rookie card yeah. tops now card. So it's really cool. But to that point, maybe that's where they're, you know, they lost their manager. Maybe they're just thinking, Hey, this is if we're going to tear it down and get really good again, maybe this is the time. Yeah, Which, for sure. If they were that close and just missed it and, wasn't for the right reasons. They also barely made it the year before that too, Jason. So maybe that's part of the hand in hand there.
3: Could so, could be. Could but be. There's,
1: there's plenty of team, plenty of guys there. I'm happy to take, including. I'm actually very okay with the fact that bringing in, you know, late in the off season, if we are still looking for a DH and Rowdy Telez is available, I'm mo- all for bringing back big lefty Rowdy Telez. Yeah. So, it's, uh, what
3: are it's- your thoughts? <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I think, they say
1: that as I drank beer with them.
3: <laughs> I mean, I think that there's a lot of you know, like like as we've sort of gone over. I think there's a lot of of there's a lot of guys that are out there that are gonna get you know a lot of interest. I you know, it's funny. I just when you were talking, I was thinking to myself, you know, what about Lourdes? What about you know Lourdes Gurriel Junior? Did you know he's thirty? That yeah, seems really old because like, he came in he, because of the whole defecting from Cuba thing. I wouldn't he have thought he
1: was that like old. Four yeah. anyways I mean um, you know th- there's, there's certainly guys like Luis Severino that could be a great steal yeah. yeah that are looking for that prove it or you know that put up or shut up year, and the Blue Jays could stick it to the Yankees a little bit by stealing him for a fifth starter I'd be kind of
3: okay with that seeing he was two years ago he was their number one star <laughs> and I think for about you know potential bats I mean Reese Hoskins um, is an excellent baseball player who was hurt for a year and now right. he's available and um, he's all the Phillies cool. aren't gonna want him back. No, because they're all... gonna... Bryce
1: Harper is gonna be all day, every day, first base now. It sounds like,
3: yeah, and and I mean, it's it's you know, it, that's that's a um, you know, I like him a lot. Um, he's a he is a gamer. Um, and, and, and he's it's... also
1: one of the guys that you bring into this clubhouse that is that. Driving, grinding kind of force, right?
3: Yeah,
1: and that's one of the always things I've loved about watching Reese Hawkins as a you know outsider watching Philadelphia Phillies baseball. He is one of those guys that you could see lighting a fire under everybody's ass, but the yeah. right way, not the other way we were talking about with why we might not want Josh Donaldson back at this point in his career.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I mean, another one that I think is there's two other interesting ones that I think they're out there. Hunter Renfro is a player I've always liked. Uh, I liked him when he was a Red Sox. Uh, he's performed well everywhere that he's gone. Um, he seems to be like the uh, the cat that gets left in the pound and gets picked up and, and then they gets taken back because it shreds the furniture. or You don't really know what it does wrong. But <laughs> I mean, he's a good baseball it's player. He, he seems to perform wherever he goes. And then the other one, which is really interesting to me, is Harrison Bader. Um, I think Harrison Bader presents a... A real um, Cardinals guys guy. Was <laughs> he was a Cardinal. Yeah, Yankees again. We're, we're back Cardinals. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, Harrison Bader is still an excellent athlete. Um, right. You know whether somebody can defense. You're right. going to get Kevin
1: Kiermaier equivalent. Yeah, you just
3: hope he hits like he did is yeah. the problem, yeah. right? It, it's it's interesting. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys out there, and there's a lot of holes that that can be filled, and then you know, of course, we haven't even really delved hard into what is below the Jays level and could potentially be fighting its way up through the muck to try and get onto the the Fancy actual team night. this year. That's another, <laughs> st- that's another show for another day, my man. Um, But, you so, know, even-
1: I had a cool one for you that I thought I might throw out there in the Blue Jays universe that I'll, I've seen a few people talking about, but I haven't seen anybody like, oh, it fits. And I'm kind of sitting here going, I don't know how he doesn't fit we had Kevin Kiermaier last year and he's basically younger Kevin Kiermeyer with some pop.
3: Do tell Michael a Taylor. You, you know what? It's interesting. So <laughs> they, the Jays were actually linked to him three weeks ago. Um, they, I don't yep. know what they had, what the deal, whether he had, they had flown him into Toronto or something. I definitely read something where he was one of their top marked guys. Um, Uh, When he was when he was young, 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 because he came into the league really young, I thought that guy was going to be a a, just a bona fide superstar. And then he he had a few years there. I was cut cutting that. He fell (laughs) off though. The one
1: the one thing that last year sticks out was the fact that yeah, he slipped a lot in the batting average category, but he did play Gold Glove level. Center field, so you're not losing anything like you had from the obviously Kevin Kiermeyer being the guy that beat him out for the gold club. Um, but he had 21 home runs and 51 RBIs last year and stole 13 bases. know yeah, he's I it sucks that he died at 220, but to me, that his mean is somewhere on the 250 average, right? Yeah, if he's healthy and he's doing what he needs to be doing, that's Kevin Kiermeyer's batting average from last yeah. year. And if it's a guy that can drive in some damn runs. This is a buy low guy, like we were talking about. This is filler. I'm not saying, I'm saying if you're, if you spend a shit ton of money on Shohei Otani, this is how you get around the rest of the stuff by filling in with guys like Michael Taylor. Yes, for sure. And to that point, I think if they spent the money on Otani, and this is the ulterior motive to the rest of that conversation, let's say you throw all that money. Okay, great. Now we're in the luxury tax and we're staying there, right? We still have holes on this team, but the holes are no longer in that DH spot in the outfield and in that pitching rotation with that one guy. And you fill in with Davis Schneider as Embarger, Barger, Ralvis Martinez, and all these guys we've been chit-chatting about around the rest of the diamond.
3: Yeah, I mean it could be worse. Oh, yeah, the the, <laughs> the big thing for me, Bud, is if, if I'm so concerned that they're gonna they're gonna crap the bed here we have the Jays have a lot of room to crap the bed on this one and know um, <laughs> just I, lay a complete duck here in the midst of the they're off not season. the if, yeah. if they don't do anything major they're not the worst team in the majors they're still going to compete they're still I mean you know they're not they're not that far removed from where they were this year but it's it is an opportunity right now sort of I think they've got three more years on this window of sort of Bo and and Vladdy and yes. and all of that. I mean, and I'm going to stick with what I said earlier. Trade Vladdy. I, I'm, 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 I'm with the the fact. Maybe there's your trout move right there, sir. It would be one for one, and he would love it. I mean, Vladdy would love it. Go play where his dad played. You know, carry on the 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 Guerrero name and in, in, in Anaheim, it, it it almost writes itself. You know, and uh, we get a big bat for for what used to be a big bat, and you know,
1: oh, if Trout that, stays healthy, and they line up where he doesn't have to play center field every damn day. Right? You put Barsho
3: in center. You I, should phone that'd some. That'd you should phone the world. Speaking of the fire Atkins thing hashtag, you should phone <laughs> him and give him that deal. That's a good deal. That's I, not a bad I, I, one. Rossi, we'll are you listening? You take Vladdy. Yeah, yeah. come on, Ross. Mister Askins, <laughs> are you listening? That's a good deal. You should not pass on that. We could get it done this afternoon. I think I'll call Trout. Yeah. I got here. I'll, I'll phone him right now.
1: Yeah. The biggest yeah. thing that the Blue Jays management has to do, they have to prove to Blue Jays fans that this is a product worth watching. And they yeah. have to do something this off-season, whether it's grab an Eloy Jimenez, <laughs> grab a couple of pitchers, whatever it is, they have to prove that this team is getting better. They cannot do another off-season where your biggest splash was Kevin Kiermeyer.
3: Right. Right. They cannot or do that. They can also not. Have a uh, have a, a shart in the bed like they did with Bar show That can't happen. Sure. That can't happen again. I mean, people are way too smart in professional sports. I mean, even us idiots here, when that was happening, we were like, "Who you're going to trade? You're going to trade the best prospect in baseball for who?" And I know, think we because- actually called that episode "What the Bar show Yeah, I think so. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: it, it's it again baffling. Baffling to me, but um, you know, it's a good thing Gabby Moreno's not doing anything in Arizona. Like, I mean, that's at least we have that, you know, that we can hang our hat on. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> anyways, so I mean, as long as they don't, you know, trade Bo Bichette for Barry Bonds, I mean, I think we'll be okay, you know, like they have Stay to Barry add some. It's <laughs> not like the goat, no, there's another guy named Barry Bonds, he's, he's a terrible baseball player. <laughs> Um so I think I remembered
1: mentioning this to you that I we you and I I think were talking about trades and all that stuff, and a lot of Blue Jays fans jumped right to this Varsho trade being possibly the worst in Toronto Blue Jays history. Do not forget Blue Jays fans. We traded from the Texas Rangers a shit pitcher, well, good at the time, <laughs> Esteban Lawiza, hoping that guy would save our rotation for Michael Young. <laughs> <laughs> the guy ended up being the face of the Texas Rangers for the better part of almost two decades. Yep, it was like Michael Young, Ivan Rodriguez, Juan Gonzalez. That was their Mount Rushmore for years. Yep, yeah, he was a Blue Jay. Just That's the old Cam Neely <laughs> adage. Yes, in a year where, in years where we couldn't. Find a second baseman to save our lives. These are years where Russ Adams was playing on the team and all these kind of guys. And the next best thing, right? That was what we were being told for a million years was Blue Jays fans up the middle and why we couldn't do anything for years with not having it up the middle. And then finally, Aaron Hill came along, (laughs) but we traded him too. (laughs) Yeah. We're going down a deep path here,
3: second baseman. Oh, it hurts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. There was some good news in Toronto Blue Jays baseball. I don't know how likely this is to continue and turn into anything, but do you know who officially made the Hall of Fame ballot today? No. Who? All I'm going to do is...
0: <laughs> Joey Bats. did?
1: <laughs> Joey Bats is on the Major wow. League Baseball Hall of Fame ballot for 2024. He won't get in. He, he won't get in, die. but good for him. Um, The leading new candidate is probably Adrian Beltre. I would say And if Adrian Beltre does not make it, I would be shocked. Me too. And I hope somebody touches (laughs) Um, his head at the ceremony. (laughs) I hope hope one of his old teammates comes up in the middle and just taps him on the head (laughs) He gives the freak out kind of thing. Um, The other that would possibly be, and I think this is just because of the longevity of his career, the next best first ballot
3: guy is Chase Sutley. Yeah. Wow. Right. wow. I I mean, there's a guy that that I always liked. I always had a ton of respect for that dude. Like just Johnny baseball, like, like dirt, dirt on him at every second. Like, I don't know if there's ever a time, maybe seconds before the game where he didn't have dirt on himself.
1: Yeah. And it sucks too, because if I list, if I list these next new or the, the rest of the first time hall of fame ballots, you're like, that's an all-star team. Yeah, And you won't even question that fact. So after Chase Utley, you have Joe Maurer. Okay, so there's my starting catcher for how many years in the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. I loved watching Joe Maurer, Rochester, New York here too because that was the Twins connection back in the day. David Wright, so there's your third baseman. Bartolo Colon, come on. (laughs) King of the Buffet. Matt Holiday. Yeah, Matt Holiday.
3: Loved Matt Holiday. Adrian
1: Gonzalez. Former Blue Jay Jose Reyes, former teammate Jose Bautista is right after that. And this is an order of war. Victor, Victor Martinez is the last one.
3: Hmm. That's quite a, that's quite a class.
1: That is quite a brand new class in Major League Baseball. And to your point, I, outside of, if you look at the Hall of Fame worthy career, I think the two that you're looking at are, Adrian Beltre and, Ch- and uh, Chase Utley. Yeah, I think Joe Mauer's in that. He'll be on it for a few ballots, but he was the catcher in Major League Baseball, is why I think he gets in.
3: Yeah, I agree with you, hundred percent.
1: So I'd be curious to see where Utley's go because I really think Chase Utley's career, unfortunately, looks a little too much like Jeff Kent's.
3: Yeah, who does it ever? Oof, that's such a comparable. Holy Moses. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. I have those. I'm good with that. I, you know, I, I still collect baseball cards for crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so Peyton pulled a couple of good ones again since he, uh, we had Brian nice. on the show. Nice. A couple more jersey cards. And I actually got a um, – what was it? This, this is the classic one here. And Blue Jays fans are going to hate me for doing this right now, though. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Gabriel Moreno, stars of MLB rookie card. <laughs> Maybe they should have had one of those in the Dougie before they made the trade. <laughs> it okay. came right next to in the same pack with a Gunnar Henderson one. No, oh, Lord. That's a good one. I was like, holy schnights. That's yep. a hell of a pack. Yep. <laughs> so, is there anything else you'd like to talk out this evening,
3: my friend? Or, or not much. I'm not I... or... Like I said, I'm going to be really interested, you know, uh, to our viewers and everybody that's that's on the cast and listens. If anything interesting happens, you know, watch for us on uh, on Instagram. We try and bump live if anything really cool or big, anything like that drops. Um, yeah. Other than that, no, just rock and roll, baby. I can even be this person now because I can actually say this for the
1: first time. I caved. We are on TikTok now.
3: Oh, oh. Do we have to learn the dances?
1: <laughs> I see uh-huh. all these
3: people doing weird <laughs> stuff with their phone. I assume that's TikToker unless there's a whole bunch of people having strokes out there. Yeah. So anyway, the stuff that we are doing
1: on Instagram, it gets auto-posted to TikTok. So Blue Jays fans, if you haven't listened and you haven't figured out that we're all over the place, at GC, that is where you can find us for all of our social media content and just interact and goof around with us. It's the off-season. You got something to say, let us know. Maybe that conversation turns into a guest spot. Mm -hmm. This is the barroom chat for Toronto Blue Jays fans. So we're more than happy to have anybody on the show. So on that note, make sure you find us here every week, seven o'clock Eastern time, 4 p.m. on the West Coast, where this other gentleman is. And we're going to make sure we have something fun for you to talk about with us every week whether it's just more free agent talk like this. We also have some fun games that we're going to be playing here, hopefully in the very near future, along with any of the all guests that we can humanly possibly get from either our friends, jaysjournal.com, which is part of fan site because we are their official podcast. Make sure you tune in live. If you miss us live, we're on Spotify wherever you get your podcast pleasures from till then. I hope you all have a great weekend. And if you're happen to be on the South side of the border here, have a happy Thanksgiving and we'll talk soon. Let's go, Blue Jays. One, two, three. Woo! Let's go, Blue Jays.
3: Thank you for listening to the Jaybird Bird Watching Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, at Bird Watching GC, and our YouTube channel. If you want to support the show and get extra content, please consider joining us our Patreon at patreon.com slash birdwatchinggc. Go, Jays, go.
0: Woo!